Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to uh, the Old Testament podcast. This is going to be for Deuteronomy chapter 17. Thou shalt not sacrifice unto the Lord thy God any bullock or sheep wherein is blemish of any or any evil evil favoredness or defect, for that is an abomination unto the Lord thy God. If there be found among you within any of thy gates or cities or towns, which the Lord thy God giveth thee, man or woman, that hath wrought wickedness in the sight of the Lord thy God in transgressing his covenant, and hath gone and served other gods and worshipped them, either the sun or moon or any of the host of heaven, which I have not commanded, and if it be told thee, and thou hast heard it, heard of it, and inquired diligently, and behold, it be true, and the thing certain that such abomination is wrought in Israel, then thou shalt bring forth that man or that woman which hath committed that wicked thing unto thy gates, even that man or that woman, and shalt stone them with stones till they die. At the month, on the evidence of two witnesses, or at the mouth, on the evidence of two witnesses, or three witnesses, shall he that is worthy of death be put to death, but at the mouth of one witness he shall not be put to death. The hands of the witnesses shall be first put, shall be first upon him to put him to death, and afterward the hand of all the people, so that so thou shalt put the evil away from among you. Moses set the penalty for worshipping false gods' death. The worship of false gods was so destructive to the spiritual life of man and the order of Israel as a nation that those who sought to entice Israel to abandon Jehovah were to forfeit their lives. When idolatry is tolerated or even punished lightly, the whole order of God's law is jeopardized. In other words, in a system based on on the acceptance of God, idolatry is high treason against that system, and high treason is punished by death. And that was from the Institute Manual. If there arise a matter too hard for thee in judgment between blood and blood, regarding degrees of manslaughter and so on, between plea and plea, and between stroke and stroke, being matters of controversy within thy gates, then thou shalt arise and get thee up into the place which the Lord thy God shall choose. And thou shalt come unto the priests, the Levites, and unto the judge that shall be in those days, and inquire, and they shall show thee, or pronounce to you, the sentence of judgment. Modern bishops in the church are judges in Israel. Upon their shoulders rests the heavy responsibility of hearing and judging cases involving church membership or worthiness. Anciently, priests of the Aaronic priesthood performed similar functions. And that was out of the Institute Manual. Verse 10, And thou shalt do according to the sentence which they of that place which the Lord shall choose shall show thee. And, and thou shalt observe to do according to all that they inform thee. According to the sentence of the law which they shall teach thee, and according to the judgment which they shall tell thee, thou shalt do. Thou shalt not decline from the sentence which they shall show thee, to the right hand nor to the left. And the man that will do presumptuously, and will not hearken unto the priest that standeth to minister there before the the Lord thy God, or unto the judge, even that man shall die, and thou shalt put away the evil from Israel." And all the people shall hear and fear and do no more presumptuously. When thou art come unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shall possess it, and shalt dwell therein, and shall say, I will set a king over me, like as all the nations that are about me, thou shalt in any wise, or you may indeed set him king over thee, whom the Lord thy God shall choose, one from among thy brethren shalt thou set king over thee, but that thou, thou mayest not set a stranger or alien over thee, which is not thy brother." 
but he shall not multiply horses to himself, nor cause the people to return to Egypt, to the land that he shall multiply, or he shall multiply horses. For as much as the Lord hath said unto you, ye shall henceforth return no more that way. Neither shall he multiply wives to himself, that his heart not turn not away. Neither shall he greatly multiply to himself silver and gold. This is counsel given to David and to Solomon, isn't it? I hope they read this. And it shall be, when he sitteth upon the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write him a copy of this law in a book, out of that which is before the priests, the Levites. Notice that uh, they're supposed to be copying the book of, of Deuteronomy so that they can read it every year. A king was supposed to have his own copy, by the way. And it shall be with him, and he shall read therein all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, to keep all the words of, of this law and these statutes to do them. The king was to read the book of Deuteronomy once a year to make sure Israel was still adhering to the commandments of God, that his heart be not lifted up above his brethren, and that he turn not aside from the commandment to, to the right hand or to the left to the end that he may prolong his days in, in his kingdom, he and his children in the midst of Israel. So that's the end of that chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.